0: Some of my most precious, beautiful moments as a priest have been in the sacrament of reconciliation, because that seems to be where people uh, are most often uh, humble and contrite and, and, and honest before god, and uh, of course that 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 openness, that humility uh, seems to open. The soul to God in a profound way. It's in those moments where I often see the grace of God tangibly at work in a person. It's it's a real privilege just to be part of of that, that moment in a person's life. This, of course, is why we see God constantly calling his people to repentance right throughout the scriptures. It's not to make people feel bad about themselves, but Because, of course, God sees how our sin binds us up, how it prevents us from flourishing. And God wants to heal us of that. He wants to free us. He wants to liberate us. But this is only possible when we repent. That's the only way the grace of God can can really do that healing work in us is when we acknowledge our poverty And our failure, and we turn from that place, we turn in faith to God, we open ourselves to mercy. In our first reading today, we're reminded again that not only does God constantly, right throughout the scriptures, you know, he's constantly calling people to repentance, but he often uses the most unlikely people as messengers of repentance. We're going to talk more about Jonah tomorrow, but but Jonah hated the people of Nineveh. He wanted them to be destroyed because of all their wickedness. But yet God chooses him and sends him to preach... The word of repentance that's true of most of the prophets that God chooses and chose to to uh, to be messengers of repentance often they were nobodies they were reluctant men who God had sent with this challenging message for his people This is also true, of course, in the New Testament. John the Baptist, his whole ministry was a ministry of repentance. And he was a very unlikely, <laughs> very unusual candidate for a prophet. Jesus himself, in the, in the Gospel of Mark, his first words were words of repentance. Repent. The good news is here. Another unlikely candidate as a prophet of God, this, Who's this young man from Nazareth? Because repentance is so central to our salvation, we can be confident that God will will continually be calling us to repentance, constantly calling us to come back to him, to come with contrite hearts, to come open and humble before God. So important for a healthy spiritual life. And there are formal ways that God will do that. God will do that through our, our liturgy, right? You know, the penitential rite, the beginning of Mass, is always a call to repentance, to celebrate the mercy of God. Uh, we might hear it through the the, the, the preaching of the priest or, or through our liturgical seasons, through Lent and Advent, etc. So we, we receive it in formal ways, but, but God... I think we can be sure that God, in, in more everyday ways, perhaps more unlikely ways, will be constantly calling us to repentance. Uh, a few days ago, I received a text from one of my nephews. and It was a text I wasn't quite prepared for, I've got to say. Um, he said, Uncle Dan, how often do I need to repent? And do I always need to go to a priest, or can I just do it from my heart? <laughs> what a question, huh? <laughs> I think he'd been reading something and and it was so beautiful because I thought, oh, wow, here's an opportunity for me to talk about something so important in the spiritual life. But as I was sharing that with him, I thought to myself, wow, maybe this is God kind of sending an unlikely prophet to me and just reminding me of the importance of repentance. What about those moments when someone gives you some really honest feedback in your life? Or, or you, you just, for some reason or another, you come face-to-face face with your shadow side. With uh, your sinfulness, with your failure, with that weakness in you. Maybe those moments are, are, are actually, maybe that's God calling you to repent, helping you to see something so that you would turn to his mercy come before him with a humble, contrite heart. So in those moments, perhaps rather than defending yourself, rather than feeling all bad about yourself, maybe the best thing to do is to receive that as an opportunity to humble yourself before God. See it as God inviting you into an opportunity to experience freedom and new life.